Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter at Ethos Pelicans at Lyle Swithenbank. We're back um, after a, another loss um, against the New York Knicks. Disappointing once again. Um, it's going to be less of a... You know, what was me rage podcast, a bit like last one. Uh, we're gonna be, we're gonna try to unpack what is going wrong and and what could be the answer. You know, it's all well and good to throw sand and you know shade at people, but um, we're gonna try to unpack what went wrong in this game and and how we can change that, especially against an Orlando Magic team that like to play a bit fast and loose, a uh, very long, agile sort of team, and. Um, and a young team, when they play at home, it is often difficult to, uh, you know, get on top of them. And the way we play on the road, uh, it may be difficult. So we're going to have a look at that as well towards the end um, against the Orlando Magic, what we can do to sort of exploit any mismatches that may be there. But we're going to start by unpacking this New York Knicks game. So we were in Toronto, as we know, we, we lost that one. Uh, despite Brandon Ingram going nuclear, we then headed to the mecca of basketball, uh, Madison Square Garden, and and by far that is one of the best stadiums I've ever been in. Um, Recommend the tour there as well. There are some fantastic tour guides. Uh, You know, New York is a city uh, unto its own, and uh, anyone that has the opportunity to go, go and enjoy it, because it's a pretty special place. Anyway, um, enough pandering to the enemy. Uh, the Pelicans rolled in, they had a day off, and then and then headed down to uh, New York, where they had uh, Jose Alvarado's um, jersey retirement at his high school, uh, Christ the King, and that was all very nice. They had a, um, you know, a bit of a ceremony for him, and gave him a framed jersey, and that was all uh, 
uh, very nice and uh, well deserved for his time there and, and for what he's achieved. And a lot of the guys attended, especially the young guys, and then I think Trajan and uh, and Willie Green was there as well. And uh, yeah, it was all very nice. And that was sort of the in-between day between being in Canada and being in New York or playing the Knicks. And then we took the Knicks on. Now, before the game, I tweeted out some keys to success. And, and if you didn't see that tweet, well, essentially it was start fast, exploit mismatches, and play your role. But take those uh, opportunities when they're presented to you. So we sort of, they mustn't have seen that tweet either because that's not what we did. Uh, we did not fast uh, start fast. We didn't really um, exploit any mismatches and we didn't really uh, like, you know, play our role. And I, and I think that is pretty telling by the result. The final score, 128 to 106. We got absolutely slapped from pillar to post. And uh, these are a Knicks team that were coming off the, well, it was the second night of the back-to-back. And Julius Randle coming off 46 points. He gave us the business again. And we just did not look ready to play. And Willie Green, after the game, said, you know, I'd need to do a better job of being accountable, getting the guys accountable. And he talked about that and sort of tried to take onus for it. And, you know, to a degree, the onus is on him because we're this far through the season, uh, you know, you need to make sure that your guys are, are really ticking along. Um, we went again with the, the same starting lineup with Josh Richardson inserted in there instead of Trey Murphy. And I get the def- the defense, but you're trying to play small. You're not really exploiting any mismatches. Uh, and you're also not really adding to the offense. So I, I wasn't, I'm still not sold on it. I like Josh Richardson. This is not a crack at him. Um it's more of a, a question mark as to why we would impede Trey's development uh, and his spacing when, well, for a smaller guy that, you know, basically is another Herb Jones that can maybe shoot it a little bit taller, you know, a, a little bit better. So, um, well, a lot better. But uh, he, um, it was, it's just a strange concept and I don't understand it. And we know Willie Green loves his veterans and I suppose the timer now resets until... Uh, he has to bench another one of his veterans um, because of the pressure from the outside and the young guys, um, you know, pressuring from the bench. But anyway, I digress. It's another conversation. That was the, the team we ran out. So if we go to the quarter by quarter, they dropped 42 points on us in the first quarter to 26. We looked discombobulated. We shot woefully from three. They were red hot out the gate and they put the foot on the throat from the start. We did not look good. We really didn't perform uh, how we're meant to be playing. And and as a fan and as a you know person that talks about the team, it's difficult to comprehend that a team can look so unprepared this late into the season. You know, you've just come off the All Star break. You've you've talked about how good it was to have that extra day's practice coming back early. You then get pretty much embarrassed by the Raptors, and then you get really embarrassed by the Knicks. It's not a good look. And and when you're not, uh, you know, we can say, oh, Zion Williamson's not there, but he hasn't been there for a while. And we've seen the results. Will he cover up everything? No. But we can't keep saying, oh, when Zion comes back, because it's a hamstring. He might be coming back, but we don't know what he's going to look like or how quickly that's going to be. We've talked about how fickle they are. I've been talking about it since the start of January not to mess around with hamstrings. Then he does it again. 
You know, we, we, you can't, we can't be in this situation where we're like, oh, Zion will fix everything. Um, because, you know, we're now 10th. But there's half a game behind uh, Portland. Portland are sitting right on our tails. Damian Lillard just dropped 71 points today. And uh, we've got to play him twice coming up. 10 is the play-in, you know? So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how we adapt. Second quarter, 31 to 26, gets slapped again. Couldn't get anything going. Uh, the first person in double digits was, uh, I think, Josh Richardson, like, late in the second quarter, um, which was just, like, you can't have that. You can't have guys shooting um, stupid percentages. You need to be aggressive. You need to also be put in positions to be successful. And I think we're failing to do that at times. Uh, third quarter, we must have got a rallying cry in the uh, in the locker room because we came out and gave them 30 and they had 29. Chipping into that lead. Uh, I think it got out to about 15. Oh, no, it was later, bigger than that. It was about 25, 30 at one point. Um, and then finished the last quarter 24 to 26. And the starters stayed in way too long. It was well over by about halfway through the last quarter. And um, the young guys should have been playing. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get these into-the-bench guys come in and they contribute straight away. Billy Hearn and Gomez. Uh, Larry Nance got injured. He come on and gave you 9 and 8 in 11 minutes. You know, we shouldn't have four minutes of Jackson Hayes, Dyson Daniels, and, and Kyra Lewis. Kyra Lewis had eight points in four minutes. Hit two threes for the whole game. We only hit eight threes and he hit two of them. Billy, Billy Hearn and Gomez hit one of them. So, you know, we're playing these garbage time guys, and I say that in quotation marks. And, you know, these guys are chomping at the bit for an opportunity. Dyson Daniels returns, but he doesn't even get a look in until garbage time. I, I don't understand what we're doing. Uh, you know, Willie Green needs to sort his rotations out, and maybe we have too many. Maybe that we're, we're a, a victim of our own success that there's too many guys that need minutes. And so he's sitting guys thinking that he's doing the right thing and he's doing it based off, you know, tenure and, um, and I suppose, veteran presence instead of actually valuing what we've got. You know, Dyson's here for four years based on his contract. Trey's got another two. Herb's got another two. Jose's got another two. You're like, that, that these guys are here to stay, you know. These are the guys that you should be playing and developing, particularly when, you play, when you're getting flogged. Put your young guys in. Again, so we lose uh, 106 to 128. As I said, uh, the the guys at the end made it look better than it was. Uh, they were absolutely slapping us. So what happened? Let's have a look at these stats. The numbers sometimes help us uh, unpack this. 39% from the field for us. Uh, you know, we had 102 field goal attempts, 40 of 102. They only had 88, 51%, and just absolutely slapped us. So we were getting these opportunities. We we're getting extra possessions. You know, we were making. Uh, you know, the other team work and recovering when we were missing shots. But then you don't exploit it. That's, you know, 15, well, how much is that? It's a heap more shots. And, you know, that's 12 more possessions, 14 more possessions even. And, uh, you know, you're sitting there going, well, that's 14 possessions. Say you got two on every single one, that's 28 points and you win. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I just shake my head at some of this. Uh, so we finished with 8 of 38 from 3, 21%. Uh, I think until the garbage time guys came in, we'd hit 6 for the whole game. Uh, and I think that's just dis 
pickable. You can't play small and not be able to shoot, which is something, uh, you know, Willie Green should tap into his experiences. The Golden State Warriors, Phoenix Suns, these guys have shooters. They've got small guys. You can only do that. You only play these these uh, lineups if you've got guys that can make shots and the personnel to do it. So I don't understand what we're doing. But anyway, I'm not the coach. They hit 19 of 48, 39%. In the first half, they were just unreal. Uh, we couldn't stop them from three. And, you know, all credit to them for, for coming ready to play. Uh, we had 21 free throws at 18 of 21. They had 23, 19 of 23. Smashed on the rebounds. We had 11 steals. You know, how good's that? That's excellent. But points off turnovers, 17 to 10. You know, you turn 11 turnovers into 17 points, means you're doing something else wrong. Fast break points, 13 each. They were getting back well in, uh, in, in defense. So, for us, as a team, we only had seven turnovers. So we didn't beat ourselves. You know, that's what's frustrating is that you only you only have seven turnovers for the whole game. B.I. has none. Herb Jones, one. JV, two. CJ, one. Josh Richardson, one. But yet you, you managed to uh, still just get absolutely smashed. They had 19 turnovers. 19. And you can't win. And of course you're going to get killed from three, but it's disappointing when... It wasn't like they were contested threes and they were just hitting them. We just let them hit open open looks. And when you're putting a defensive lineup on, or so-called defensive lineup, those are non-negotiables. You can't be shooting threes. You can't be getting open looks time and time again. You know, Antonio Daniels always says, "Know your personnel, KYP." There's got to be there's got to be some question marks raised. Have, have we not seen the Knicks? I know we haven't played them for a while, but. Um, it really wasn't acceptable to be so unprepared and, and get embarrassed like that. But again, we need to get serious. And so that's why this next part, and I could go through the box score, but, you know, we all played like crap. So, uh, I mean, what's the point of me reading out that, uh, you know, Brandon Ingram scored 5 of 19 or uh, CJ had 6 of 19, 7 of 22 actually for BI. Um, and like CJ was just 1 of 9 from 3. It was woeful. It was bad, actively bad. And I mean... You can't have 13 points if you're meant to be this, like, big-time recruit. But anyway, I'm not going to get into their individual stats. How do we fix it? Well, firstly, you need you need to be self-starters. That's got to be the first thing. You, you can't come into a game thinking that it's just going to happen. You can't, you know, be caught up in, oh, we're in New York and Jose had a good night. You need to separate the outside from the inside. And that means coming together because the culture at the moment, I don't know what it is. You know, we talked about this culture that we built and this team camaraderie. That still seems to be there. But there's something missing. And whether that's this, like, uh, belief that they can win, well, that needs to change. And that's a mindset thing. You're just as fit as everyone else. You know, you've got a full side. Unfortunately, Larry Nance rolled his ankle, so the lineup will change a little bit. He'll probably be out for a little while. Um that was a pretty horrible little injury. But, um, you know, for the most part, you got Zion and now you got Larry out. And that's it. So, you know what's in front of you. You've, you've coached these guys before from Willie Green's perspective. And these guys have played with one another. Yeah, we're doing some funky lineups and trying to assimilate 
Josh Richardson in, but he's no diff. He's just, you know, another shooting herb. He didn't do much else. Um, he's a bit better creator, but he's also a professional who knows, um, who knows how to play and has played on a number of different teams. So when you've got a player of that caliber that can actually just come in and contribute, um, you don't need to worry about him. He's going to take care of his. Uh, and as he gets more accustomed to the different plays, he'll be fine. But in the meantime, the other guys need to be able to put the good players in positions to be successful. So, you know, Brandon Ingram on against the uh, the Knicks. He got hardly any free throws. He got hacked to the living daylights. And yes, they were getting him at the other end. But too bad. You know, you're going to do a fadeaway shot. You might not get a call. You, you just, you, you don't. We know Brandon Ingram doesn't get it. So there's no point playing for fouls. Not to say he does, but you know, you, you can't have that expectation that they're going to come. You need to play through it. Contested fadeaways, things like that. While Brandon Ingram's phenomenal and can make those shots, would he rather just get layups and dunks? Of course he would. Of course. So why can't we put uh, our, our good players in positions to be successful? Why don't we do more... JV, Brandon Ingram, pick and rolls. Why isn't that a thing? Why isn't uh, JV exploited down low when everything is clogged up in, in, the, in the paint? Could we not look to, to Jonas Valanciunas to just be big? You know, pass the ball into him. And if we can actually get an entry pass as decent, get the ball into him and see how the defense reacts. Because every time we did do that, we got an easy cut over the back and Jonas just dumped it over his shoulder to whoever the cutter was. Every time it worked. But we go away from that. We get a bit shot hungry and we start, you know, trying to do stuff that perhaps we're not in rhythm to do. We might be able to do it. We might have the the skill to do it. But you need to move as a unit. And especially on the offensive end. Because you can't come in and just, you know, score 100 points and think that that's okay. You're just going to get flogged night in, night out. You know, other teams are getting 100 in three quarters. It's, it's unsustainable, particularly when you're not defending on the other end. If you keep them to 80 and you score 85 in a quarter, uh, in a three quarters, well, perfect. You know, you're ahead. But the defensive effort isn't there. And that is then affecting your offense because you're so... Because uh, really required to score the basketball. So movement off the ball is going to be critical. We can't have Herb just parked in the corner. You can't have... You know, Trabe just parked in the corner. While that's helpful, the movement of the offense, you've seen this success that Warriors have and, and um, you know, Celtics and, and teams like that, is these guys are constantly moving in the offense. Well, I think the Bucks are the same as well. You know, they all play off Giannis, and of course ours will be playing off Zion, but you can do some variations of that playing off Brandon Ingram. And I think we did that really well towards the end of last season when we pushed for that play-in spot. But this year, there's expectations. So you can't just pretend that you're in the same situation of last year uh, as last year, despite you know finding yourself at 10th anyway. Um, so what I want is to see an offensive scheme that is a sum of moving parts. You've got to go through your progressions. I don't want to see... I don't want to see a guy parked up in the corner or just watching one guy do it, uh, go and cook. You know, there's going to be isolations with Brandon. That's fine. But to assist those isolations, you need to come in and then you can, you know, you can put come in and then drag your defender away so that he can go one-on-one. You need to clear out. 
What I don't want to see is four people parked over on one side and the ball there as well, and then there's eight players on one side of the uh, on one side of the court. It doesn't help anyone. So there's just got to be some tweaks, and that comes down to using your IQ and whether we have enough IQ again, or uh, with especially with a lot of the young players, you know, they're still learning these things. Well, maybe we don't, but that comes down to coaching to then say, well, hang on, this is how we prepare. And when you're getting nights off, you know, you're having plane rides, things like that, this is where these conversations should happen. And I'm sure they do. I mean, I'm not on the team plane, but, you know, these conversations are important. You need to be constantly, um, you know, reinforcing your expectations. And I think that's another thing that is lacking at the moment is what is the baseline expectation for this team? And if Willie Green can't say that, and I'm sure he, I'm sure he can, I'm sure that's what his, his team slogan is or his, his team goals are, everyone on that team should be able to say what it is. And it can't just be, oh, we're going to win a championship because that's not a measurable goal. You need to come in and say, I need to see, you know, four, uh, you know, open looks generated by, you know, moving uh, by through our motion offense, you know, by doing an off-ball screen. I'm going to off-ball screen three times. I'm going to make sure I catch it in the corner on the move four times. You know, things like that where, of course, you're not just counting in your head, okay, four, tick the box. But you need it at the front of your mind. And if, if you can't come in and, and know what your role is and know what your expectations are, then how are you going to meet them? So you know, perhaps those are things that they need to look at and, and really assess. Because... We've got 21 games left. We're getting, it's getting uh, it's getting a little bit up against it now. And Portland are having good games. Lakers are having good games. There's teams behind us that are, that are coming now. They're in that um, you know in the mix for the play-in. And now we are as well, sitting 10th, 31 and uh, 30 and 31, under 500 for the first time since a long time. But you know, as we say, you win a couple of games. And all of a sudden you're out of the plane and you're sitting third. You're still only two and a half games behind Phoenix. So, and that's for fourth. So, there's time. But there's also urgency. So, you have to win every game. You have to take the pressure off yourselves to perform every night by winning the games you're meant to win. And stealing a few that you're not meant to. Meeting a team... On the second night of a back-to-back, that's that's a good opportunity to be uh, when you when you're ninety percent healthy. That's a good opportunity to win, especially when you've had a night off. But you know it's 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 difficult. So we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we'll quickly re- uh, preview the Orlando Magic game, uh, and, and then we'll get out of here. But uh, if you can stick around, I'll be back after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. This is your host, Lyle Swithermack. Before the break, we sort of unpack the uh, the issues with the Knicks game and, and what this team is sort of lacking, how we could improve. Uh, but now, like I said before the break, we're going to preview this Pelicans magic game. We take the Orlando Magic on uh, tomorrow. Uh, they're 25 and 36, right down the bottom of the Eastern Conference uh, at 13th, and we are 30 and 31. So... While it's another game on the road, it's an important one that we need to steal. This is a team looking to get better via the draft. They're not trying to compete. They have some good young players, though, so you can't take them lightly. This is not an opportunity for us to think that we're just going to come in and it's just going to happen, because last time, they beat us. So, they're alongside. They've got a whole heap of young guys who uh, you know, are hungry, that are trying to play for minutes, that want to keep a contract, and... Um, Jonathan Isaac back. Uh, they've got Wendell Carter Jr. Oh, it looks like Jonathan Isaac's out again, actually. But, you know, Franz Wagner, Paolo Benquero, Wendell Carter Jr., guys like this that are ready to play, that want to, uh, you know, show out. And particularly when you're playing against a team that you think you could possibly beat because of our current record, we keep dropping games. If you're going to catch them, you know, if a team sees us on the, on the uh, schedule, they go, well, these guys have been playing bad. Why don't we exploit them? Why don't we why don't we put everything in? We're at home, we you know, we've slept in our own beds. And we're gonna when we're gonna show out and we're gonna start fast. So what this means is you can't take the foot off the gas. You need to come into this game downhill. You need to get in quickly. You need to make sure that you are executing. You don't need to settle for threes. Jonas is monstrous. Give him the ball. Start the ball with a paint possession. That's what I want to see. Just feed it in. 
Get it to Jonas. Get him going early. Play off of that because defenses collapse when they start getting beaten inside. It's easy. It's really simple. We don't. The ball needs to touch the paint on every possession, whether that goes through Jonas or it's from a drive and kick. Collapse defenses because that's what Zion does and makes it so much easier. That's what Giannis does. That's what everyone that gets LeBron does. You know, these, out, these drive, collapse the defense, kick out. Then you're getting open looks. That's what the Knicks did to us. So simplify the basketball. And don't give them a sniff. Because young teams, if you give them a sniff, they're going to hang around. You want to put these guys into the ground early. Don't let them hang around. You know, disappoint their fans. That's okay. Send them home disappointed that their, their magic couldn't win. They're only like four games behind us in the standings. They've won, you know, 26 games. So, you, you really, you you want to come out and say, actually, we're better than the 30 and 31 that we've shown. We can hang with any of these teams. And, and when we come up against a team that we should, should beat, expected to win, you have to win. You have to. Because at the start of the season, we're winning the games we're meant to win and stealing a few from some good teams. Now we're not doing that, and we're also not stealing them from the good teams. So, this is, I'll never say any game is a must win, but it is an important win to really rejig your, get your mojo back. You know, get the guys playing Pelicans basketball, that's what they always say, you know, ride with us and all this sort of carry on. Show us. Let us cheer for you, because I'm sick of watching games where I just, it looks like you guys aren't interested. So... We'll see what happens. But that is a 7 p.m. game in New Orleans uh, for on the Monday night. Um, and, uh, yeah, enjoy that. Uh, it'll be Tuesday morning for me. Um, so we'll see what time I can actually watch it. But uh, we'll go from there. So, anyway, I think we'll leave it at that. I'm wishing the Pelicans all the best. I'll still be, you know, I'll still watch it. It's not like I'm all out on the team and it's all doom and gloom. But we just need to tweak some things and start winning. Winning cures everything. We know that. You know, when we're top of the ladder, we were we were world beaters. Then we went on a 10-game losing streak and we wanted to sack everyone. I don't know, but, um, you know, we just want to win. Anyway, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. Stay safe and bye for now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.